Hello and welcome to another episode of the Triumphant Life Podcast. I am your host, Nicholas Trevilian, and welcome to this episode. I'm beyond thrilled to give this to you guys because our guest today, Terrence Berner, is a dear friend of mine. He's in my inner circle. Terrence has flipped over 500 houses. He's built multiple seven-figure businesses, but Terrence and I right now are in the middle of the 75 Hard Challenge. Andy Frisello's the MF CEO's 75 Hard Challenge, and we're halfway through. And so what we did was we put on the microphones today and just did an episode talking about success, commitment, how to break through in certain areas of your life, whether that's your fitness, growing your business, your income. We talk about disciplines, lessons we've learned, and really how you can break through in those areas, those goals that you have. I know right now something sparked you to click on this link and get here to listen to this podcast. There's some part of your life, your business, your health that you want to do more, be more, and have more in. And I really think in today's episode, we deliver you some real life strategies that aren't just in theory. They're strategies that we are doing on a daily basis. Like I said, we are halfway through our 75 hard challenge right now, and we're going to tell you all about it, all the things that we learned. So I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. Mr. Terrence Berner, we are officially live with this podcast episode to talk about life, success, discipline, making money, getting healthy. You down? I'm down, man. Guys, this is trying to do my part. Oh, you're already doing your part. And that's why we wanted you on the podcast. And you and I wanted to do that. So so to everybody listening right now, no matter where you're listening, listening to us in the car, you got us on a walk, you're on the treadmill, you got this in the background, really what we're trying to accomplish today and deliver you some value into the, the world of really success and how to break through. You know, Terrence, you'd be shocked how many questions I get on a daily basis, whether that's via text or via, you know, my DMs. Nick, hey, I hear what you're saying. I love that. But how do you break through? Or... You know, I have a goal to start a new business or grow my income. But how? Like theory, we all want to, right? I get this a lot. I don't know if you've ever uh, got this. Is when well, like I tried to, that fitness routine, and like a weekend or two weeks in, I just life hit me and I got derailed. And that's what I'm super excited for us to mm-hmm. unpack for our listeners today. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I think uh, when people ask those questions, they're a, they're asking themselves the wrong question, which is why they quit. You know, they go into it the wrong way, which is why. I know we're going to talk about 75 hard and all that, which is why I had started and stopped and quit this very thing that that you and I are doing together four or five times before I got to day 40 or 41, technically today's 41. I think that's so huge. And and guys out there in Triumphal Life Nation, that's what really inspired this podcast was Terrence and I are in the middle of 75 hard. You may have heard of it, but if you haven't, let me just explain it. It's 75 days and it's hard. It's two workouts a day, one of which has to be outside and both have to be four, 45 minutes. Terrence, what else is on the 75 hard program? You got to drink a gallon of water, which is very difficult to do in the beginning. But once you get your strategy down, you realize like it's not that much. But then you've got to read 10 pages from a physical book, follow a diet, and then, you know, no cheat meals, no alcohol, anything like that. And then every day you take a progress picture. And every you day you got, and, yep, yep. Yep. And so the, that's the 75 hard. There's no days off. There's, you know, even if it's raining, if it's cold, if it's too hot, you know, if it's Sunday and you want to go watch one, football. One in the morning. We've had a few of those, right? 12. Yeah, we've, we've had to get after it, you know, uh, whether you had a 15-hour day at the office. I know I had that and came home at 11 o'clock at night and had to get a workout in. So, guys, that's the program that Terrence and I are in the middle of. And Terrence and I are doing this together as 
you know, really as a team, as accountability partners. And we got to talking about our experience. So we're halfway through. We just finished day 40, really, for, for the two of us. And we wanted to hop on and just add some value to your life about really our lessons learned in success in fitness. And so just so you're aware, if you're listening right now, this episode is not about me and Terrence. This episode is about you really. And we're going to share our stories, but we're going to share with you stories of how we're breaking through in these areas and really are things that we learned in the 75 hard uh, progress and being halfway there. So Terrence, let me ask you this. Obviously this was a huge commitment, right? On day one, 75, 75 days, two workouts a day. That's 150 workouts in 75 days. So far at day 40, what do you think the number one thing you learned about yourself has been? <clears throat> Uh, that I can do things even when they're, it's inconvenient to do them, you know, that uh, placing urgency around things, you know, because sometimes you, you have things that you know you need to do and you put off doing them, you know. Several times, several times I have procrastinated my workout and I live in Arizona. And so I'm out there running hills because one of these workouts has to be during the day and I'm out there running it to 107 degrees. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, there's, there's something to say, oh, well, it's supposed to be tough. And sometimes people, when they do tough things, they wear it like a badge of honor, like, hey, I did this and it was hard, which is fine, which is great. But it's okay to make it easier on ourselves too. And so what I've learned is like those moments where, yes, I've had to push through and do hard things and, and prioritize them and make them happen. It also, as I was running, realizing like, hey, you dummy. This is harder today because you didn't get up and do this at 6.30 in the morning when it was 85 degrees. And so I look at that and I carry that into business and in my personal relationships. And I look at what areas have I pushed my urgent things off and they've been harder to complete because I didn't do them when I said I was going to do them. You know, I still got them done, but it was 10 times harder to execute on the same things that if I would have just done them when I know I needed to do them, it, it, would, it would have been easier. It still would have been hard. I still would have been wearing my 35-pound vest running hills about ready to die, but it wouldn't have been 107 degrees and just sweating to a whole, whole nother level, right? And so that's been a huge thing for me is realizing, like, one, I can, I can make commitments and prioritize them and urgency around them is important. But two, uh, doing things when I know they need to be done so that they don't have to be harder. I'm so glad you brought that up because I had that experience happen to me yesterday in business. Is like, you're talking about workouts, right? We all know we need to work out. But you're talking about putting a system in place, making it easy. If you know that you need to work out every day, right? Logically, I say this all the time. Conceptually, you know how to get fit and lose weight. If we were to grab a grocery cart and go to the grocery store, conceptually, let's say everybody listening right now, we all showed up to the local grocery store. Everybody got a cart. And I said, great. Everybody put healthy food in the cart. Conceptually, you know exactly what, when I do this from stage, shout it out. Everybody will say, well, yeah, fruit and produce and you know, lean meats and fish and nuts, right? Okay. Does cake count? No. Nachos. No, you know, sugary cereal, processed food, chips, soda pop. You're not going to put that in. So conceptually, we know how to get, you know, get fit and eat healthy, right? We know tie your shoes, go on a run. Making money. You know, you need to do more video, more marketing, you know, more social media. You know this, right? So conceptually, it's not hard to figure out, but actually getting up and setting the alarm. So I'm so glad you said that is making your life a little bit easier. Well, I just fell down on that in business. We had a marketing funnel we were working on and it's been on my list of to-dos for like three weeks. And what happens is when you put it off and miss it, 
it got harder and harder and harder for me in my mind because I hadn't taken the time to do it. And I was, you know, I was saying, man, I'm way too busy for this. And what was so funny is real, real life yesterday, I was like, I have to get this done today. The project actually took me 30 minutes. And in my mind, I thought it was a whole day project. We finished with 30 minutes. I get the funnel online and then it worked within 10 minutes. And I was like, well, damn, I wish I would have done this two weeks ago. It wouldn't have been so hard, right? And I'm so glad you brought that up. I think we put off till tomorrow. We put off till Monday, next month, next year, that which we could do today. Yeah, one of, one of my mentors said to me once <clears throat> around urgency. He's like, everybody always wants to do it later. They're, they're in this later mentality. They're setting goals later. And, and I realized like, okay, I, I actually fall into that. You know, you, sometimes you want to convince yourself that you're tougher, that you're a machine, that you're somebody else. It's a whole different story to be real and raw with yourself and realize like, no, that, that actually applies to me. Like I'm a human being that puts things off too. And, and one thing he said, he says, uh, when somebody says, I'm going to do it tomorrow, you know, let's get together tomorrow. He's, you know, he came back. He's like, I could be dead tomorrow. He's like, you don't know, like you, you get, get things done, do them, you know? And he carried into like, take the trips with your family make the special moments. He's like, but also in business, is, is like when people say, hey, let's get together and, and have that meeting next week or let's do that thing. He, you know, he kind of he kind of hit me back. He's like, dude, we can't. We're not going to do that next week. I could be dead next week. And, well, and I it just, it's one of those things he hit me with that just threw me way off kilter. I'm like, we're really not going to be dead. But his point was like delaying something we know we need to do, no benefit ever comes from it. And point seventy five hard has just reinforced that to me all the time in different areas that I can identify. And I'm like, oh, delayed that, delayed that. Look at what happened because I delayed that. And so it's really helped hone me in. So when I'm making my list of things I need to do every day, I'm looking and saying, okay, is this a to really a today task? If it is, I need to make sure it gets done today. I'm glad you said that. And so what that reminds me of is the way that we started 75 Heart Together is knowing that we both wanted to get fit, knowing that we wanted to read more, grow more, get more disciplined. I personally wanted to take my fitness to the next level. And in my mind, so let me set the stage for everybody listening. It's a Friday night at seven o'clock at night. I'm legit winding down from the week, laying on the couch watching, you know, basketball or, or sports center or something like that. And Terrence and I are texting each other. And again, I knew that I wanted to take my fitness to the next level. So in that moment, what do you logically think? Well, let's start it, you know, next, let's start it on Monday. Let Monday. me take the weekend. Yeah. Let me start it on Monday or let me start it next month or let me go get a new pizza. pair of Nikes. Yeah. Let me, you know, let me, let me have a one last nice little brewery session. Let me go drink a bunch of beers this weekend and be super lazy, go to McDonald's and let me rage on this. Or, you know, I know a lot of people get caught up in this and maybe those listening do too is, well, I can't go. I got to have the perfect gym. Well, uh, then I have to have the perfect Nikes, the perfect Lululemons. And then, well, I need to do a gym bag. Well, crap, now I got to study keto and paleo. I got a meal prep. Terrence, I can't start this fitness program. And what me and Terrence did in that moment was we were talking about going back and forth on 75 hard. And Terrence had mentioned he had tried it a few times in the past and, and, and failed on those uh, on those trials, right? Yeah, I mean, they were just learning lessons at that point. It was just a, a failed experiment. And out of nowhere, I literally texted him. I said, let's do it and let's start tomorrow morning on a Saturday. And the minute I sent that text, I literally said out loud, ah, oh, shit, I'm stuck for 75 days on this right now. But I'm so glad you brought that up of, you know, we might not get next week. We literally uh, at seven o'clock on a Friday night decided to start this program. And Saturday morning by 7, 8 a.m., we both had our first workouts out of the way. 
Yeah. So it's crazy though. So I, I don't think we've ever talked about this, but on my end, it's kind of, it's trippy for me because every single Friday marks a week. And it's been this thing that has, has kind of kicked that message back to me every single week because naturally I roll in the weekend, spend some time with the family, want to, you know, go to the lake, you do weekend stuff, right? But every single Friday, it's reinforced the fact that, no, 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 Saturday morning, when you used to sleep in, you're getting up and you've got to go get your first workout in. Because if you don't, if, if I found if I don't get on it in the morning, it makes it so much harder through the rest of the day. I've got to get up. I've got to start drinking water. I've got to get my first workout in. But every single Friday, I think about that first night when we decided to do this. And it, it like kicks that all over for me. You know, I'm like, man, he texts me on a Friday because I was like this close to texting you back. I mean, my inner little, you know, little child, I call it the bitch voice was like. Your little bitch. Yeah. yeah it's okay. I was like, no, don't do it. Don't, don't do it. But it was you. And I was like, okay, wait a second. You've tried this four times. So obviously somewhere in here, you want to do this. Mm-hmm. And here's your chance to not do it alone. And what I, what I didn't realize I was doing at the time was, is when it came to doing day two, which I'd never gotten all the way through day two before, when it came going through day two, it wasn't about me. It was the fact that I knew I'd committed to you. And so I like completed it for you and myself at the same time. Right. And so that was the power of creating almost a contract is what we did with each other. Right. And so I think, I think many times for me, I'm like, I've, it's gotten me to go run those hills and do that second workout or finish that second workout midnight when otherwise I would have straight up, I I wouldn't have done it. But But it opens up, you're you're opening up such a box right now. And I really hope those listening are picking up like where this is really going and and the nuggets that you're just sharing, you know, Terrence, I'm, I'm an extremely disciplined person, but even I, as disciplined as I am, even you as disciplined as you are, we still need accountability partners. We still need people in the trenches with us. We still need coaches. You know, I really believe in, in having that tribe around you. You know, they say, if you want to get stronger, go to the gym and work out with somebody that is stronger than you. Because what's going to happen is that's going to push you. If you want to learn more about business, go get around people that are, are doing stuff at a higher level than you. And that, that's going to pull you through. And I've really found that is the minute I sent you the text and said, I'm committed to 75 hard, 150 workouts in 75 days, that very next morning to get the first workout. And again, I work out pretty heavily. I had just ran my own marathon prior to 75 hard. I'm pretty fit for the most part, but I felt deep down inside, there was another level that I hadn't touched yet. And I knew that I was going to need a accountability partner in the process to get me out of bed on those mornings when I was sore, on those days when I didn't want to push through, or I wouldn't have got that second workout in. I can show you over our 40 days, so that's 80 workouts in 40 days, I can probably show you 15 to 20 workouts that I could have justifiably not done and felt great about it. And somebody would have like, it would have made sense. We're like, I got up, I had a hell of a workout in the morning. I drank all my water. I worked 12 hours. It's nine o'clock at night. I just coached literally a hundred people. I just gave a speech. I'm exhausted. I'm beat up. You could like, yes, go get a freaking hamburger, get yourself a beer, order a pizza, go home, Nick, watch the football game. That's what, like, I would have felt good about that, but that wasn't the level that I was trying to play at. I had committed to something differently. So instead we came home and we went and gassed those runs. And I'll tell you, I found that in those moments when things get tough, 
you find out who you really are. And, and really one of the things that I've learned to that question I originally asked you is I'm finding in this process, we are so much stronger than we think and capable of so much more. The human body and the human mind can do more. And I think that if you can tap down in deep inside and play this game of not what else is going, not what everybody else is doing, not what you see on the gram, the highlight reel, what is your honest, true potential? And I found that by making commitments like that and pushing through when things are hard, standing at the end of a 45 minute workout when you didn't want to do it and it's late at night or whatever that push through was, call it in business, how victorious do you feel? Not about anything else other than yourself and your ability to get through and on those commitments and keep those promises to yourself, man. So that's really stood out to me substantially so far. Yeah, big time. Well, and, and I can't, there's no way to prove what I'm about to say, but, but there is proof. And when I say it, it'll make sense. Like there's nothing, when I'm doing these workouts, it's funny because I'll listen to these YouTube videos and things and words are so powerful. You know, in one of these videos, it's like, look, uh, you know, uh, after you've spent all your money, after you, basically at the point where you've done everything that you think you can do, that's when, you know, a, a lion's just getting started, right? And some of these things say that on these YouTube videos. And I've almost tricked my mind into believing like, hey, these, these audacious goals that you have, they don't happen unless you get your ass up that hill another time. You know, my son, my son uh, is joined in. He came and ran with me the other night doing these hills. And it's cool. You know, it, it's cool. That's freaking awesome, dude. Like, That's cool. Like who's watching. I, I got ready to go, and he was on the couch. He's like, where are you going? I'm like, well, I've got to go get my second workout in. You know, I have my pack with my weight vest and everything on. And he's like, well, I'm going to go. I'm like, uh, why would you? In my mind, I was like, why would you want to go do what I'm about to go do? <laughs> right? It didn't make sense to me at all. But he wanted to go do it. And uh, it, it was crazy it's crazy the people you don't realize that are watching or watching you push through these things, you know, and to do these things. And, and, and by no means am I doing this because I thought that he was watching. Right. But it, it was interesting, um, you know, getting a chance to go out and, and do that with him. And so I've almost tricked myself into believing like, Hey, you know, anyways, my point with my point with this whole story is him and I were running back and forth. And he's counting how many times he's going back and forth up these hills. I don't ever count. And he asked me, he kept asking me, I could tell he was in a competition. He was kicking my trash, right? I got a 40 pound weight vest on and he's a little 13 year old kid that could probably run like 87 miles straight right now. Right. Um, but he, he was counting and he kept asking me, you know, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't keep track. And finally it hit him. He's like, he asked me, well, why is it you don't keep track? And I, I stopped and I thought, and I, I didn't know the answer at first. And then when I thought about it, I realized it's a principle that I picked up in my life that I didn't even realize I was applying because it's so automated for me. And that is, I was only worried about the next set. I knew I had to run for 45 minutes, but I wasn't caught up that I was going to have to do it 35 times back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And that would equal my 45 minutes. Well, he had, he had counted all that, right? And I realized, like, that's a skill that I've developed through my mentors where, I've, where if I've got this big goal, I'm, I'm not even worried about it. I'm worried about the task at hand, like what I'm in the middle of. And so the only thing I was focused on was 
Am I going to get back up it? And then am I going to get back down it? And then when I'm down it, I'm like, okay, I got to get back up it. And that's as far as I went about thinking about it. And so one thing that uh, I didn't realize I'd learned in 75 hard is that I have built that in my life where I'm not, I don't get overwhelmed by the thousand things I have to do. And so for people listening, you got these crazy things that you want to do. Everybody does. And if you're listening to this podcast, you for sure have some crazy goal or something you want to make happen in your life, or these podcasts would be the most boring thing in the world to you, right? So I know that about you. Don't get overwhelmed with a hundred things that you've got to do. Just focus on getting up that, getting up the hill one more time. And then when you come back down, focus on getting back up it one more time. It makes it so manageable because at the end, you know, you're wiped out, you're sweating. The, the, 35 pound pack I was wearing felt like 80 pounds at the end of it, but I had managed to do it 45 minutes. And I realized that's a skill that I built. It's not something God given. You didn't have to be born with this gift to do that. Just focus on what your next steps are and forget about everything else. And then when you do those next steps, you take that next bite, then look at the next bite that you've got to take. And it becomes manageable. You'll see your stress will come down your overwhelm will come down. It'll still be there. So you're still going to have to respond and take action in spite of maybe still feeling overwhelmed or stressed out or wondering how you're going to do it. But it's a whole lot less when you're looking at one thing versus a hundred, right? And that's one thing running with my son, him just asking me that one question. I had no idea I was even doing it. And I wasn't always that way, right? I was the guy that I used to look at the hundred things and I'd get, it paralyzed me. It just get overwhelmed. How am I supposed to do all this before I'd even hired my first employee? You know, looking at everything like, how am I going to do everything? And and you end up doing nothing. But as he asked me that one question, I realized I'm not keeping track because I'm not worried about how many times I got to get up the thing. I'm just worried about the next time I got to get up that thing. Dude, I'm, I love what you're saying, man. I think you're really sharing your heart. And I, I'm just, I'm so proud of you for doing that. You know, the, the thing that really stands out to me is the concept of you don't know who's watching. And so your son was inspired to do that with you. A lot of people that take my triumph of life challenges, their kids will go work out with them and see mom or dad out crushing and, and stepping up. And the example that that, set, that that sets, you know, we have a lot of entrepreneurs on here for both of us, right? Uh, you help them invest in, in cash flow properties. I, I coach them, help entrepreneurs break through. Is you, you don't know how many of your employees are watching you. Your salespeople are watching you. And what was interesting is when we first started 75 Hard, I was posting uh, on my Instagram story and Facebook story every single morning, every single night, and then checking in. So I was posting three times a day about every workout. And I did this for the first 21 days. What happened is within the first seven days and then the 14 days, we had four or five people join the 75 Hard Challenge once they saw that we were doing it, once we got to week two, because it gave them permission to pull that lion, to pull that lioness out of them. I also had somebody go, to me, he goes, Nick, you've inspired me. I'm not going to do twice a day, but I'm going to do once a day. How freaking cool was that, man? We don't know who's watching. But every single morning, the thing that I'm starting to find with the 75 Heart Challenge, you know, the one person that's watching every minute of your 75 Heart Challenge of your life, of your journey, the one person that's watching is you. Yeah. the person in the mirror. And I, I, I'm starting to get really clear on that is this conversation of the whole game, Terrence, in getting rich and happy or whatever, getting skinny. It's you and your ability to tie your shoes and follow through 
on promises that you've made to yourself. Follow through on commitments that you've made to yourself. The reason I say this is I found that when you make internal commitments with them not being public, they're easy to break because there's nobody there to hold you accountable. There's no police officer that's going to show up. If you go have nachos at lunch instead of a salad, you're not going to leave the restaurant and 25 pounds is wrapped around your belly. There's not this immediate you know, hit or smack in the face. And I'm finding that we uh, in the 75 Heart Journey, and, and I'm so truly grateful for Andy Frisella for rolling this out, that MFCEO, baby, is it's, it's, it's helping me keep promises to myself. And I get we're only on day 40, but that's 80 workouts commitments made. That's 40 days of seven different commitments made per day. And I'm actually looking at other parts of my life and keeping my commitments with myself in other areas too, you know, with, with my gratitude, with my business, with my marketing, with my time, with my family. And those are some things that have really, really stood out to me, man. Well, let me, let me ask you this, because it's interesting, you know, and I know, uh, right, our language is very important. The words we use are very important, but it's interesting to hear how you talk about it. You know, you're, you can obviously hear, and, and, the, and the listeners can hear the level of commitment you have towards this, right? As, 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 uh, as it's gone on and you've done more days, have you felt that level of commitment continue to increase? Uh, on a, probably an hour by hour basis. I'm starting to redefine what my definition of success looks like for myself, uh, what my fitness level looks like. Like once we got into this, I ran a marathon uh, in May by myself. Uh, it was during COVID, uh, depending on when you're listening to us, there was no marathons available. I wanted to run a marathon. I put it on the, on the target. I said, I'm going to run a marathon in less than hundred days. And I just went and ran 26.2 miles on a Saturday by myself. We called it Nikki T's set goals, smash goals, clap for your own damn self, one man marathon. And I wanted to put myself through that power of, could I commit mentally to run through 26 miles on a day with nobody around, no ticker tape parade, nobody clapping. But more importantly though, Terrence, nobody to be there to see if I cut corners, if finished at 20 miles and not 26. And so now that we're in the middle of the 75 hard, I'm looking at so many other like levels in my life and where my standards are at and what I'm capable of. It's almost like a staircase, right? Like you, you hike the first level or the first floor. Once you get up, you realize that there's more stairs above you. You didn't know that at the time. I didn't know that you could open up that level of fitness until you've hit two 45 minute workouts in a day. And you're like, well, shit, I could still keep going. And there's been some workouts where I'm like, 45 minutes, I'm just going to gas another 30 minutes because I'm at this right now. Or, or like there was some, I was, I was up to a five mile run and I'm like, nah, dude, I'm going to go to six. And, and it's making me want to push forward in not just my health and fitness, but my, like really my, my, my heart, my love center, my spirit with my family. Like, can I do a better job and more time with my family? Can I be more present there or more I love yous and more hugs and kisses? With my marketing, I'm like, well, dude, how much more could you do if you followed the same guidelines of holding yourself to a higher standard? And really what I found with all of this, the beauty of the program, the way Andy set it up with the 75 Heart is you really put a commitment and put the target in place and then just find a system to get there and commit to it. And if you apply that concept to any area of your life and you cut off all options and go 100% commitment, make it public, it's beautiful to think like what you can do. And so that's why when we started this episode, it's like, this isn't about us. The listeners right now can take this and, and, and really apply this to any area of your life, which I think is so freaking cool, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. You know, and for, for those of you guys that are listening, 
it's so easy. I remember at different stages of my life, you know, it, it, I had a mentor tell me, he's like, you want bigger results, make bigger commitments. You know, my commitment level is different at day 40 than it was at day one. Why? I've got 80 workouts behind me. The thought of not finishing and quitting and having to start all over is almost a driving force for me at this point that just keeps me running the play and doing what I got to do every day, right? My, my, my rituals are almost so automated that there's no way I'm going to bed without doing it. And so if you're, you know, as you're listening to this, you've got these bigger goals that you want. I, I would ask you, just be real with yourself about where your commitment level is to those things. Cause it's a whole lot harder to quit on something when you've got 80 workouts in. It's a whole lot quit harder to quit on a business when you've got a million dollars on the line, when you've got a hundred K on the line, when you've got, so for some of you, it would mean maybe putting a thousand bucks on the line, right? It's easy to quit on things where there's so very little invested. And what kind of return can you expect from something where you put in a, a very little of an investment, you know? And so you want to increase your return on whatever it is you're trying to get to I would have you just look at and be real with yourself about what kind of commitment have you put towards that thing, you know? Not just saying, by the way, commitment is, well, I'm going to do it. That's, that's the weakest form of commitment is verbal. It's the first place to start, but all that matters after the verbal is the action that's taken, right? So, Dude, you're so spot on. So we'll, we'll check this out. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you even know this. So when somebody signs up for our our really triumphant entrepreneur 30 day challenge program. Okay. So we, we walk entrepreneurs, really solopreneurs that are out there, one man and one woman CEOs that are trying to scale their business. Uh, we walk them through this 30 day course. That's absolutely intense and it includes their body, their mind, their spirit and their business and their marketing. It, it literally on day one, they get a contract. They mm -hmm. literally download a contract and sign it and have to give that to somebody that they love and care about most. And they have to sit this person down and say, hey, I'm going to commit to this for 30 days and here's why. So if you sit down with your spouse and say, hey, here's what I'm going to do in my business for the 30 days or my fitness and you hand them this contract, there's so much power in just that little moment. There was power in me texting you. It wasn't a contract. And I said, Terrence, I'm in. Because when you give somebody else that you care about and you respect and you love, when you give somebody else your word, I think that can pull you through in so many different areas. And so a couple things that really have stood out to me so far in 40 days is the power of commitments and the power of accountability is reaching out to somebody that you love and saying, Hey, as you know, I've been struggling with my fitness in the past. I just committed to 14 days. I just committed to 30 days. I just committed to 75 days and I would love your support. What I found is when I asked for support from people that I love and care about, I made it public. So now it's verbalized and it's out there. And two, I've been getting texts from you as my accountability partner and other people that aren't in the program rooting me on saying, Nick, I believe in you, you know, keep pushing. We're proud of you. And I found that those things, when it's six o'clock in the morning and the alarm goes off, having that in my mind has gotten me out of bed and got me up and going on multiple occasions, man. Yeah, it's got my competitive juices going too because there's, yeah. there's been days like yesterday, like I text, I text our group. Um, by the way, there's only three of us that are still doing it, right? So still standing. Kind of interesting, you know. Uh, a lot of people have fallen off the wagon and, it, and it's, it's not easy. But, uh, you know, I knew like I had just downed the last of my water at 445. And the first trigger was, 
damn straight. Like this was 75 easy today. And it, not because it was actually easy, right? But because I freaking owned it. And the competitive side of me, because there's been days where you finish super early and you hit the group and it triggers me. It triggers me and I'm, and I'm like, oh man, he's freaking kicking my butt today, right? I think that that's the conversation of trying to play this battle with yourself, right? So working out the average human being, this is crazy. So the average human in, in our world right now exercises on average for two hours per week. These are, these are stats that multiple colleges and studies have done. So the average person exercises two hours per week. That's crazy to think about. We're doing 10 and a half hours per week, part of the course. And I know you and I know me, I probably have an extra couple hours here and there where I'll walk my dog and I don't count that as a workout or like I'll casually ride my beach cruiser. I don't count that as a workout. So there's probably for us, maybe 12, 13, 14 hours of, of exercise. And so I started playing this internal battle of, okay, so if I work out in the morning and then work out at night, that's awesome. Then I was like, well, you've done that. What if we took that to the next step? Could you work out in the morning really early? And then could you work out like an hour or two later and show yourself how much more you're, you're capable of? And I'll tell you, man, the morning that I did this, I had two workouts done by 9.30 a.m. And then I came home, I showered up and I went to the office. Really think about this. I got up at sunrise. I, I went on a run, came home, had a big breakfast, you know, I read a little bit. I planned my day. Then I went to the gym and I smashed like a big, like, you know, chest workout and get, get you know, curls for the girls or whatever. I come home, I put on a suit, I go to the office. What, how many victories have I had by the time I walked in at 10 a.m.? When my staff comes in for our 11 a.m. staff meeting, how do you think they looked at me? When I, when I went to lunch that day, do you think I ate healthier or wanted the junk? No, I wanted fuel, man. I was a wreck, right? But I built this confidence into myself but what it did was it showed me that there is a new level for where I wanted to go. For those listening, there is another level for you that you can tap into no matter what you are doing, what you're working on, what your heart, your soul, your passions, and these goals are, no matter where you're at. Let's say you hit a 10 grand month. I remember when, we, you know, when I was 19, 20, I hit my first 10 grand month. I was like, crap, can I do 20? Then you do 20. Then you hit 30. Then you hit 50. Then it was try to, can you make 100 grand a year? Then it was, well, I've done that. Can I do, can I do 250? And then it was like, do it, can I do hundred grand a month? And then you do that. You're like, well, crap. Now that I've done hundred grand in one month, could I do 200? And then when I did that, I was like, well, crap, that was really cool. 200 grand in one month when, you know, 10 years ago, like a 200 grand year, I would have been flipping out about you're learning that there's new levels for your own internal mm -hmm. capability and potential. Yeah, totally. I think that's important. You know, getting around the right people though is equally as important to all of that because it's, is, is you have these big, these goals and you've got this desire to stretch yourself. You've got to be around people that are, that are showing you some version of that, you know? And so what, what I've always took, taken to heart from my first mentor is, is you never, you've, you've got to find a room where you're one of the smallest people at any given time, you know? And so I've always looked for mentors. I've always, you're, you know, you're, you're paying for speed when you work with mentors. That's why I love so much what you guys do with, uh, you know, the triumphant agent university, the triumphant CEO, all that stuff is it's, it's about getting connected to people. One that will feed you the right energy, positivity, and then two can create map, you know, I don't know, mappable is a word. You, you got to forgive me. I grew up on a farm, just a simple guy here, but you know, the, where you can, you can map out a strategy that takes you from where you are to where you want to be because somebody has been through that road. And so 
and, you know, I'm the same way. Like I could have, I remember one time we had to short sell our house when I got started in business in 07, maybe it was 08, uh, because I couldn't make $4,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And I realized it was all a, menta- a mentality thing. And my wife and I, at the time, it's like, we would have thought $4,000 a month would have been 4 million bucks. You know, uh, um, you know, you might as well have told me to go make 4 million bucks, right? That's how big of a crazy thing it is. Uh, because I realized I was given to, I was giving myself uh, advice. That's sometimes the worst thing we can do is give ourselves advice. I try not to do that a lot. I try and look if I, if I want to systematize or start or tighten up my business, I'm looking to others that have done it that run a smoother business. I'm not, I'm not always looking like, okay, well, how can I create a cooler looking wheel? You know, I'm like, no, 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 here's a square right now. Let's go to somebody who's got a nice round one. And because I can, I can go from where I'm at to getting it smoothed out, you know, in an instant, you know, you probably can't, you can't see me, but I'm snap my fingers for those of you on the mics, you know, and so, you know, getting around people that can, that can help create that speed. And that's what's like tying it back to 75 hard. I tried this four or five times on my own and my commitments fell through. And so bringing somebody in and, and increasing the amount of commitment created speed for me. What, how did it do that? Because I'm at day 40, literally 40 days later, when for the first, for three weeks, 21 days, I had never gotten past to day two many, many, many times. But when I went to somebody that created a diff- helped me create a different level of commitment, 40 days later, I couldn't, I, I never even imagined what did I would make it this far when I decided to do it on my own. And then about two or three days in, I couldn't imagine not finishing. There, I had, I'd burned the ship, so to speak. I was Absolutely. like, there is was, there was no way I'm going to have to pick my phone up and text Nikki T, my boy Nikki T, and say, I failed. There was just, there was, I was sold out that there, I would die before that happened. You know, if I got in a car wreck, I would be freaking doing push-ups in the hospital bed to do it because it had created all of that internally in me. Well, I think you're really unpacking such a beautiful subject for anybody listening in any area of your life. Anthony Robbins has a quote that I I really just live by. And he says, to achieve any level of success that you want and are seeking, just find somebody who's already done it and and really model what they did. And and I, I started looking at that in everything that I do. For example, I'm not a chef, brother. I didn't go train in culinary school. I can try to cook some eggs and a steak here. But if I throw a steak on the grill and I go down to a high-end steakhouse, tell me that that, sh- that, that ribeye is a thousand times better than mine. Oh, the red, the red, beard, red bearded omelet slayer. I, I, th- I think Nah, but it, the same is true with a mechanic, with marketers, with Facebook ads, with fitness, right? Like you can spend countless hours I call it the entrepreneur black hole. Countless hours on YouTube studying how to build a funnel or how to copyright or how to eat healthier versus just hiring the trainer that literally is like, hey, do this, this, and this. It saves you not only months and months and months of of time, it force feeds you those results so you get where you want to go faster. 
A guy asked me this question this morning, and it's really been intriguing for me. And, and it's going to shape this conversation and, and this podcast. And I'm just honored you get to hear it and people are listening to it. He shot me a DM on Instagram and he it, it wasn't a follower of mine. So it was like in the hidden messages, but I, I, actually, I saw it. And usually it's all spam, like, hey, get, you know, grow your followers and, and stuff like that. And I read it and he said, hey, Nick, I found you online on Instagram uh, I had a post about the art of self-reinvention and I had told some stories about 75 hard, but really this fact that who I was really six months ago, 12 months ago, I don't recognize that person. Do you ever have like, you know, Facebook tells you on this day, four years ago, and you'll see a blast from the past, yeah. a photo had popped up of me from four years ago and I'm 60 pounds heavier. I'm, I lived in a different state. You know, I'm looking at this person. I was in a different business. I was running my real estate company and I'm looking at this human being on the other end. And I'm like, I don't even recognize that guy of where I'm at today. And I started thinking about this, this art of self reinvention. And he asked this question and he said, Nick, I love that post. How did you reinvent yourself? And I, I took about 10 minutes over a cup of coffee this morning to write him back. I, I, I sat and thought before I just fired back. And the very first answer was this. I said, one, I haven't reinvented myself yet. This is an ongoing process on a daily basis. And who I am today is different than I was 40 days ago prior to starting 75 hard. The thing that I have found is this is a lifelong beautiful journey, right? Of you versus you in your, your, your whole world. And I think the person that I'm going to be in 35 days when we finish 75 part is different and will be different in six months. That's the beautiful art of self-reinvention. I said that to him. And then I finished with this. I said, the beauty is who you were last night, this morning, listening right now, the place that you live, what you're wearing, what you're doing for a living, how you look, how you feel, what you eat, what you listen to, all of the above. You can literally change in an instant by making a decision for change. When Friday night, when we were debating doing the 75 hard or not, one text message is the difference of where we're at right now. It is in our moments of decision that our destiny is shaped. That's an Anthony Robbins quote. That's not mine. It is in our moments of decision that our destiny is shaped. And here's what I told him. I said, if you decide to go become a seven-figure earner, if you decide to build that type of an info marketing business or get fit or move to a new city or ask that girl out, I said, here's what happens. Because he was worried about how do I become this person? I said, you don't have to become this person. What you have to do is make a decision of that's the person that you want to be. And let me explain what I mean here is to go build a million dollar business, you don't just make a decision and you automatically are a seven figure earner. What you do is on a daily basis, you start practicing things to become that person. You're not ready to become that person. To go build a six pack or lose 50 pounds or reinvent your health and your fitness, you're not that person yet. You're not going to lift those weights yet or to run a marathon. You're not a marathon runner yet. But could you go run half a mile today and start emulating the activities of what that person would do? So how do you reinvent yourself? You make a decision of really ultimately where you want to go, who you want to be. I call it your beautiful destination. You make a decision and then you just on a daily basis start trying to be that person. You know, when you were a baby, you knew that you wanted to walk like mom and dad. You're going to try on your own to get up and fall over. You're going to try to formulate words. The, the crazy thing is, this art of self-reinvention has been ingrained to us as our, our DNA as human beings of learning something new and growing. And I hear this all the time, T, is, well, Nick, I want to build my business, but I don't know how. 
You're not supposed to know how yet. Nick, I want to get fit, but I don't know how. What you have to do is just try to go on that first run. And what's going to happen is this beautiful future, this person that you ultimately want to be, is he or she is going to start pulling you towards them like a freaking magnet by just trying those things on a daily basis. Like, look at a kid trying to formulate words. Mama, dada, they're literally trying like their speech patterns, they're learning how to talk by actually trying it on a daily basis. And then they can sit down at age three and have a full blown conversation with you. And you know, all the above. Well, all about that. Got a three year old right now, but I love what you're saying. And that kind of ties back to something I said at the very beginning is sometimes, um, again, I'm realizing as we're having this conversation, man, my first mentor, I still, I got a lot of stuff buried in here from him. So I'm just kind of having a, a moment where I'm super, super grateful for him. But, uh, it, he, you know, he taught me, he's like, don't, don't worry about the how, ask yourself why, you know? And as you're saying that, I'm like, you know, for me, it was 75 hard. It, you know, it was like, how am I going to fit all this into my schedule? And w- before I committed, I had that conversation. I'm like, well, why do you want to do this? Why would you even want to do 75 hard? And the only thing that came back is one, I wanted to get more fit, but I was, I'd already started working out and was eating mostly healthy. But for me, it's, uh, it's sugars, right? It's hard candies like Jolly Ranchers and stuff. And I didn't feel, I felt like, like alcohol to an alcoholic Jolly Ranchers were to, to TB here and, and hard candies and sugar. And so I really felt like, man, I want to do it because I want to cut it completely out and prove to myself that I have control over this thing that I've always been a sucker for candy, you know? And, uh, and so that, that, that tied my why. That's why I said yes. And so these things, how do you want to change this guy that said to you like, well, how do I do this? How do I do this? Well, first figure out why you would even want to do it. Why would it even be important? Like forget the fact that it's going to be hard. You're going to have to develop new habits. You're going to have to develop new skills. You're going to have to kill the old you you know, give birth to a new you. That's an ongoing thing for the rest of your life that's going to happen. Forget all that. But just ask yourself, well, well, why would I even want to do it? What would happen if I did it? Like what, why would I want to do it? Well, it would mean like for me, like getting into business, I knew the reason why I wanted to do it. I didn't want a boss. I didn't want to have to beg for vacation. I didn't want to, uh, if I woke up sick, I didn't want to have to uh, you know, ask somebody if it was okay if I didn't come in for the day, if my wife needed me when we were having our babies, if it was okay if I went to the hospital. All of those things were my why. And so the risk of taking on starting my own business then became a, a gimme. I was like, I'm willing to figure out whatever how because those whys are pulling me, right? And so as you're thinking about all these things you want to make happen, I always fall back and ask myself and just have a totally raw conversation. I'm like, okay, I get you want these things, but why do you want them? What would it mean if you did this? And, uh, you know, for 75 hard, why do I want to do it? Well, I wanted to show that I could keep a different level of commitment in my life that I had shown up to that point because I'm a hard ass worker. I mean, I, I, people that know me know that about me. I mean, I grew up on a farm. I work my business like I'm freaking bailing hay every day for a living. And I just happened to, you know, to work with, with houses and stuff. So my point with all of that is just step back and just ask yourself the one simple question, but why? But why? Why would I want to be that? Well, you're you know, asking how? Who cares? The how? People think the how matters so much. And it does eventually because you've got to figure out how to get there. But if you figured out why it's important, then you get there. 
the house is going to be irrelevant because you're going to figure it out no matter what, because when it gets hard, you'll tie back to your why and you'll adjust your how. Because the first how, the very first how is not going to be the final how. You're going to have many hows, right? You're going to have to, you're going to have to alter your path in so many ways. I don't know if you've ever seen that drawing, um, Nikki T, or if any of your listeners have, you see, yeah, exactly. They, you know, like the one line is, this is what people think about success. And it draw it's one point and another point in the line is straight. And people think it's a like, straight oh, line, right? It's a straight line. And then the second line is it's a squiggly line and it goes all over the place. And then it finally connects to the other dot. That's the reality of how, right? You're going to adjust your how so many times because we're, we're all so naive when we decide that we're going to do something. We think it's going to be totally different. The thing I've learned to do is to not be surprised now when it is different. When it's different, I just realize like I'm on the right track. It's supposed to change. It's not supposed to be how I thought it was going to be because when I made the decision to do this, I hadn't taken any action. So I was just back there thinking what it was going to look like. But now that I've actually done it, it's a whole, like when I started 75 hard, the thought never went in my brain that there was going to be several nights where I was going to finish at midnight, at freaking midnight, right? Never, never crossed my mind. But when those days came and I realized my why was so important, the doing it at midnight was just the how that was going to get done no matter what. What's so funny is what you're saying. I'm laughing over here because the day that I started this on day one and day 40, and it'll be different than we are on day 75, is my workout routines have changed from day one to day 40. My gym has changed because I realized I don't like that gym. I want to, I want a little, you know, this, I want to change this. My diet has changed. We've worked on better ways to s- support my health and my supplements. Uh, my meal prep is different. My morning routines are different. And it's funny how, how, your, your path, the path that I thought was going to be this way. And now it's like, dude, I'm over here. Wow. That's crazy. Right. And it's just on, on an ongoing basis, you're almost shooting at a moving target. And I think that's really cool is as long as you're trying to aim and you're moving towards that overall end all goal of who you are and really what success means to you, you'll find a way, you know, or you'll make an excuse. If you want it enough, you'll find a way. If not, you'll, you'll justify that with some, you know, little bitch voice and little excuse of why you can't have it. Yeah, and then you're then you just have to be real with yourself and said I I just didn't want what I'd said what I'd verbalized that I wanted because when yeah. I have people they t- they'll tell me too they're like I'm doing everything I can I've done this and I've done that and you won't believe this and they start to tell me this story of everything they've done and my response because I got this response once and it's always stuck with me and uh, the response is well then you haven't done everything that's required to get what you want because it this is it's, a, it's an irrefutable law. It, 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 it's truth, right? right? There's like, there's Nikki T's truth, there's TB's truth, but then there's always the truth, which, which can be completely different than our truths, right? And this is one of those things. The, 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 this irrefutable law says, if you want something and you've done everything that you needed to do to get it, then you would have it. Simple. But you can't tell yourself, oh, I've been doing everything I can for the last 20 years and I still don't have it. It just means I'm not supposed to have it. No, 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 no. It just means you haven't done enough. And that hits me all the time because, you know, I'm a human being. I, I, I'll sit back and I'll, I'll start to give myself, re, myself reasons for why something hasn't happened. 
And it causes me to get those creative juices flowing again. Like COVID, I had to completely reposition my business. My business is like, if I could go back and start my business over again, I would use the model I'm doing now, right? This model would make sure that I didn't have to take on the $2 million in debt out of the gate. That would have been freaking cool, right? Man, awesome. I'd have $2 more million more in my pocket today with this model. So COVID was a huge blessing, right? And so it causes you to ask the question all the time is, what more can I do? How can I come at this from a different angle when that why is pulling you? Otherwise, most people, you know, they get to a point where they're just like, well, it just wasn't meant to be. You hear all these cliche saying, it just wasn't meant to be. No, 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 no. It could have still been meant to be. You just didn't adjust. We just, sometimes we don't adjust. We don't, we don't hit it from that other side. We don't do everything that it takes because the law says, do what's required, you get what comes at the end of that. I you, can't ever say, you can't ever say to yourself, oh, I did everything. You, those words better never leave your mouth because if you did everything, you would have that thing. Here's open, you opened up um, one of the, the biggest things that I've learned so far in 40 days uh, of my 75 hard journey, like really what I've learned about success about myself is understanding what limiting beliefs are and actually acknowledging them. And, you know, coming from an inspirational guy, I'll tell you, man, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, I was all just rah-rah. I mean, it was an inspirational quote and it was watch the secret and meditate and vision and all positive, right? At the end of the, of the day, we are all humans. You are going to get sore. You're going to get tired. That's just the reality of things. Life is going to hit you. You're going to have kids that got dentist appointments and you know, you're going to be sick. There's just no way around that. It, you're not going to walk around and there's just a rainbow coming out of your ass and everywhere you go, people, doors open for you, like right out of a story and like, doves come and hang out on my shoulders. And so what I found in the, the 75 hard journey is acknowledging what's there and owning those limiting beliefs and self-talk. You know, one of the, the, the favorite parts of one of my inspirational videos that, or my favorite inspirational video says, we all have two wolves in us, mm-hmm. a good wolf and a bad wolf. And they almost live on both shoulders. Mm-hmm. And what I have found is the more you recognize the good wolf and the bad wolf are in sync together, you have to feed the good wolf more, but you also have to understand and acknowledge that bad wolf and owning those limiting beliefs. And I teach people, and I've started to do this a lot more myself now, is just call them out. Like if something happens, I'm going to call out the potential roadblocks on the front end. I'm going to call out what could stop me and have a conversation with that Instead of trying to fake it like, oh, everything's great. No, no, no. Here's what's going to happen. Uh, tonight, I'm, like last night, for example, I'm sore. I just deadlifted. I'm beat up. My neck's freaking jacked up. I'm tired. I said, okay, that's the real limiting. Those are real limiting beliefs. Okay. Well, Nick, let's do this then to keep you on track. Let's acknowledge that limiting belief. Let's bump your sleep schedule an hour more. Give yourself an hour of rest tomorrow because your body has to recoup and recover. And let's just shift your day an hour forward. Let's acknowledge that and let's find a solution to push through. Um, I'll give you this example. This was so interesting. Um, I was uh, in an office setting and you know somebody brought in donuts for the day. And I watched this gentleman that I really loved and cared about uh, eat two donuts for the morning. And I'm not, no, I love me some donuts, but he had two like big freaking, you know, bear claws or whatever. Um, oh, uh, and 
so we had the two long johns and then we end up at lunch that day and I'm having a salad and I'm not saying I, I choose great all the time. Just in that moment, I was probably in a fitness mode and it's all decisions and limiting beliefs. And so I'm having a salad and he orders a bowl of pasta. Okay. And I'm like, that's cool, man. Freaking looks amazing. You know, I added some sausage on top of it and we're sitting there talking about his life and goals. And he's like, yeah, man, I just, I really want to get fit, but I can't, I'm big boned. I'm a husky kid. There's nothing I can do about it. And I remember looking at him going, that, that's his honest self-limiting belief. And I have found personally, the more that you could take that and unpack that and just throw that on the table and look at it and say, you know what? I just said this. Is that real or is that not? And some are real and some aren't. And I was like, well, that's kind of interesting. If we took these limiting beliefs and just had a conversation about them of, hey, I'm not good on video. Okay, cool. Well, like that's real. You probably feel that way. You're nervous. Let's unpack that, throw that on the table and look at that and say, okay, cool. Well, like what could we do to make you better on video? Like, would that be better for your business? Or like, I'm not, I'm not a marketer. Okay, well, let's, that's the limiting belief, which is normal because you're going to say that. And let's just put this on the table. Let's have a real conversation and unpack this and find a way to work with this. And I found for me personally, when I have the bad wolf say bad things, Nick, you've deserved, you know, you had a big sale, go get a whiskey, right? Have a beer. And I've even found too recently in 75 Heart, I've had external beings becoming my bad wolf. Mm. Let me explain. I'll post about my 75 Heart journey on, on social media. I've gotten more of these messages back. Hey bro, you should really slow down. You're going to hurt yourself. Huh? The What? The fuck? I'm asking you. Um, It's been crazy to hear that. I've had multiple people around me go, Nick, it'd be okay if you just had a beer. We're at the beach. Nobody would notice. Yeah, but I would notice. No, just have one with us real fast, dude. Like, dude, just have a freaking piece of pizza with us. Like, dude, you've crushed it. Yeah, you're halfway there. Just have a piece of pizza. Nobody will notice. I get that. And so I've had these other people. And so I've even brought this up to friends around me. Like if we're, you know, at a social gathering like that, um, hey, just a heads up, I'd love your guys' support in this. And, you know, hey, I'm not going to have any beers or anything. And I've even had some dear friends of mine buy me like uh, racks of seltzer water if we're doing like a barbecue or something. They'll buy me soda water and be like, hey, hey, do you want like a koozie with it so you can have beers with all of us? And I'm like, oh, that was really cool, man. You know, and so again, a possible scenario that could derail me, a bad wolf, you throw the wolf on the table and just look it in the eyes and go, homie, my good wolf's a lot stronger than you. My desire, like you shared my heart, my soul, my drive, and the reason why I'm doing this. So I'm going to call you out, make you look like a little baby wolf. You can sit on my shoulder still because you're part of me and that's cool. You can ride around, but my good wolf is freaking majestic and badass and really committed. And so we win today. Okay. Bye. Yeah, totally. Well, and, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, when you're, four or five days in and then you get a weekend and then you get two weeks into something. It's just the, again, you know, kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. You've got so much invested, not even physically, right? But there's so much that gets invested mentally to, to work towards goals that we put down, you know? And so as, as people are listening to this, you just have got to expect, I want you to understand that it, it, you know, what can go wrong will go wrong sometimes. And when that happens, you've just got to look and say, you, you know, I'm on track. This, this was supposed to happen. This was how it was going to be. And, you know, uh, when I've had to do those late workouts, I just said, look, when, when you made the commitment, you knew what you were going to have to get done in a day. So don't be surprised that you've got to do this second workout. You've known all day you've needed to do it, Right. You and mean so, success shows up in the form of overalls and hard work? Oh, dude. What a concept, right? It's, 
it's crazy, you know, and I'm in, I'm in this, I'm having this big thing right now where I'm seeing, so I don't know if Barrow's Pizza is everywhere, but we got this good place out here, Barrow's Pizza, and I'm starting to see it everywhere because I've already told myself the first thing I'm going to have for my cheat meal on day 76, we were talking about it, right, is pizza. Yeah. My favorite place, oh, Barrow's. Dude, I remember Barrow's. They do the extra large pizza and 24 wings for $24.99. That was the Barrow's special, right, back in Arizona? So good. So yeah. I, come, I come home last night, and my three-year-old, my wife's got some food cut up on her plate. I didn't know what it was. I swing around to the counter. We've got a big island here. And she's got on this plate a big old fat piece of pizza. The thing that has been on my mind for the last two days more than anything. And I look at her, and, you know, because her, her and I had just had a conversation earlier that day because I was driving around in my truck. And it, during our conversation, I'd spotted like three Barrow's restaurants. I'm like, babe, I'm seeing it everywhere. Like my mind is so focused on it. You know, your reticular activator, you know, you, you realize like what you decide that you want, you start to, it, it's a hokey sounding, but it starts to show up everywhere. Like my truck, I just, I bought a truck last year. I thought nobody had this white AT4 tricked out truck. Oh, I bought it. Guess what? everybody's got a white AT4. That's all I see everywhere. So it was the same thing with the pizza. And so I came home and bam, it was sitting right there on the counter. And there's no way I was going to eat it. But I was like, oh my gosh. So these things that you start to focus on, they start to pop up. You know, you, you can create, you, you know, you can create these challenges for yourself. You just got to realize like, that's just part of it. That, that's what's supposed to happen. Well, I think what you're saying is you get what you're looking for. Totally, you get what you're looking I can show you a thousand reasons why something won't work, but I can also show you a thousand reasons why something will work. Which do you choose to focus on? Um, so, Terrence, I, 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 this is a longer episode, and I really wanted to just keep us talking because I know there's somebody listening right now that's just stuck around this whole time. So if that's you, we are freaking kindred souls. Me and Terrence honor you for sticking around. Here's what I want to do. If you've stuck around an hour into this whole episode and you're still listening to me, I want you to go shoot me a message right now on Instagram. Go to at the triumphant life, shoot me a message and say, yo, Nikki T, I'm an hour in and let, let me know one thing you learned from this episode. If you're sticking around, you shoot me that message and let me know one thing you learned from this episode. I got a special gift for you. This is something you won't be able to find anywhere online. No part of my, my funnels. If you're sticking around and message me right now, that says that you are freaking absolutely committed to your goals and dreams. Go drop into my DMs. I'm going to give you a freaking private Nikki T exclusive training uh, for sticking around. And, and really, Terrence, I knew we were just going to sit and talk uh, and that's what I really wanted out of today's episode is just to give some insights into two guys that have both built seven-figure businesses, that are both launching new seven-figure businesses, that are dedicated to our fitness, that are dedicated to our families, that are dedicated to success. And you know, this episode wasn't even about us, really. It was just us talking about success principles and strategies um, and things that we're doing in the trenches. And hopefully, you know, everybody listening has really got some stuff out of that. And I hope as we were sharing our own stories, it sparked some thought of your own disciplines and your own commitments and your own drive and your own why. So Terrence, I'd love to finish with this, man. In summary, you know, what could you leave both of our listeners with? Like if somebody listening right now, you know, after the 75 hard journey, you know, you 
dude, you've built multiple seven figure businesses. I mean, you flip damn near over 500 homes. You teach people to build wealth through cash flowing and real estate. You know, you're at day 40 right now in your own journey. You tried it four times on your own before. And, you know, you, those paths didn't work. You had four failed experiments, like, you know, Thomas Edison, the light bulb. And now you're on your really working experiment. What would you share to everybody? Um, so we could just wrap this up and put a, put a big, beautiful bang and leave everybody with some Terrence Burner wisdom. Man, so simple, right? Some of you might be looking for this big, long, drawn out because some of the things I've talked about, I've gotten long-winded a little bit, but this, this is what I tell you. You got this. You got this, you know? Whatever this is, you just got to say to yourself, I got this. I got this. I, I can promise you it is, it is that single phrase has pushed me through more tough times than I can count. It's pushed me through so many challenges. Every single day, I'm looking at solving problems. The problems have just gotten bigger. They're worth more. But just tell yourself, you got this. I've got this. You'll be all right. You know, um, really look at, look at the circle that, that you're in. You know, if you're finding yourself in a place where, you know, you're, uh, the messaging of your circle doesn't align with what it is that you want, then uh, you need to go create a new circle. It's it's cool. Like you don't. I'm not saying you gotta stop talking to everybody, but the dynamics of your relationships. It's okay if they change. They should change if you want to continue to grow. So just tell yourself whatever it is you're doing, whatever you're feeling overwhelmed about, whatever, whatever, whatever that even means. And as I'm saying this, you already know. You've already thought of it. Okay, it's already come to your mind. And just tell yourself, I got this. Dude, I love that, man. Uh, that's huge. Um, the thing that I would leave everybody with is, you know, I found in this 75 hour journey, and this is a text I sent to you in our inner circle a few days ago is, for me, it's not a 14 day challenge, a 30 day challenge, or a 75 hard challenge. To me, it's a lifetime. And so what I found in this process is, do something every day in the areas of your life that matter to you. Mm. You know, work out a little bit every day. Work on your love center, your gratitude every day. You know, give your wife a big old kiss every day. You know, call your mom and dad and tell you, tell, you know, something for your family. Uh, FaceTime somebody randomly. Send somebody a voice message. Work on your brand every day. Work on your marketing every day. Work on your growth every day. Or really what I'm saying is the things that matter to you. We all have different goals. We all have different dreams, paths, you know, beautiful destinations and, and wants, needs, and desires is list out what those are and just do something a little bit every day to move you one step closer to that goal and just sign up for the long-term journey. And I'm really enjoying that. And a lot of the things that I've gotten from 75 Hard and, and Andy for so I can't thank you enough from the bottom of my heart, you MF CEO, brother man, uh, is it's just given me such ability to just make progress every day and build momentum every day in so many different areas of my life. You know, I feel like I'm getting fit. I, I feel like I, I'm building my business. I feel like a good fucking son right now. You know, I FaceTimed my father last night. I feel like a good uncle. You know, I feel like a good dog dad. I spend more one-on-one -on -one time with my dog. I feel like I'm a good accountability partner for you and my tribe. I reach out to you guys. I added value to you this morning. I feel like I'm a good coach. I feel like I'm learning funnels every day. I feel like I'm getting better on video. I'm a good you know, CEO. I'm a good boss. Take care of my employees. I just shot my assistant a message, a voice message, just to tell her how much I appreciated her. And it's really nice just to feel like I'm making progress and not feeling like I'm lacking in an area and all the things that are important to me. And so identify all the things that are important to you. Get a little checklist in place. Maybe that's eight, 10 areas. Spend one minute. You know, the thing that I, I found, Terrence, is our journey, 
you know, out of 24 hours per day, an hour and a half per day of working out or 10 pages of reading, you know, a gallon of water, that's less than, less than 10% of your day. I mean, we figured out it's about 7%, six and a half to 7% of your day. So you're telling me that six and a half percent of your day, 7% of your day for your fitness. Absolutely. Is that worth it? Yes. You know, another 10% of your day could be spent on your brand, 10% of your day on your family, you know, maybe in your spirituality, maybe you're going to spend some time in scripture. I don't know what your goals are, but when you break it down to the simple of, yeah, that area should get 30 minutes of dedicated focus from me today. That person should get an hour of dedicated focus. And I've just been looking at that almost like all these checklists and areas in my life, man. So um, any final thoughts before we break, my man? No, you got this. You got it. All right, guys. You guys, a beautiful episode, Terrence. Thank you for being on, guys. And uh, get out there, chase your dreams, crush your goals, and live that triumphant life. What did you think? Now, that was a jam-packed episode. I hope you really got some value out of that. I really hope Terrence and I shared with you some tips, some strategies, some insights that just add some energy to your life, helps you get one step closer to those goals, that, those dreams that you have. You know, and I don't know if that's a fitness goal, a health goal, you know, some sort of an income goal, your business as an entrepreneur trying to grow that thing. I don't know what you're working on, but as you can hear from our passion in our hearts, just wanted to add, add some value to you. And hopefully you really got that out of that episode. So if you did get some value out of today's episode, do me a huge favor, throw us a like, throw us a love, you know, give us a five-star review there on iTunes. You saying that you like this episode and like the Triumph Life podcast is the greatest compliment I could ever get. Share it with a friend. You know, right now, you probably have a friend that might need to hear something like that. Or you might have somebody that's an entrepreneur that, you know, me and Terrence really help entrepreneurs. And you just heard some insights into that. Maybe just share with them the link and say, yo, I got some stuff out of this. I, I think you could really enjoy this and learn something from it. And maybe you could just pass that along. And like I said, that's the greatest compliment I could ever get. Now, if you did like this stuff, guys, go friend me and follow me on Instagram. It's at The Triumphant Life. That's where a lot of my heart and my soul goes. You guys can see my A Day in the Life of Nikki T. You can see my stories. You can meet my puppy, Teddy, and see what we've been up to. And you can actually follow my 75 Hard Journey. So again, that's on Instagram, at The Triumphant Life. And when you're there, if you whether you're a friend of mine now or you're just friending me, shoot me a message. Shoot me a message and say, I just listened to the episode 75 Hard Challenge. Let me know what you learned, some takeaways, some pointers, and really things you can implement in your life. And if you do that, if you go take the time to shoot me a message, I have a special gift for you guys. I have an exclusive free report that I wrote about today's episode and that I wrote about my lessons that I've learned really internally as I've been halfway through the 75 Hard Journey. And so I have a whole ebook and free report around that where I just kind of unload a lot of principles that I've learned about life, success, business, and really how to break through in certain areas of your life. And so if you want that, go to Instagram. I'm at The Triumphant Life and shoot me a message. Say, hey, I just listened to the 75-hour episode. Here's a couple things that I learned. And Nick, I'd love to get that free report. I can't wait to get this free guide in your hands. And I really think you can grab some really good stuff out of it. And again, move you one step closer to those goals and those dreams. But I can't thank you guys enough for sticking around, listening to today's episode. But never forget when you're out there, take what we just taught and implement into your life. I really hope the insights, the lessons, the strategies that we shared can help you just move you one step closer to your goals and your dreams. And that's really why I do this, why I share my, so much stuff on my podcast, on Instagram, why I do so many videos. It's just meant to help you. Guys, I set a goal when the year started. It was just simple. Help as many people as I possibly could. And I really hope today's episode did that. And moving forward, you know, once you hit end on this episode, never forget you can reinvent yourself right away. You can have it all and you have greatness inside of you. So put that goal in place, that beautiful destination, make a public commitment as we just talked about and back that up with action. You have that greatness in you. I believe in you. Keep chasing your dreams. Bye. Remember.